0: Blog Talk Radio Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology Live right here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time Peace, please. We are back. We are live in full effect. I am doing my uh, sound check, so just bear with me if you can hear me, and if you can't, I'm working on it. Um, we're back, y'all. We, we're making it through Mercury Retrograde, and um, gosh, it's just been very active. I guess maybe... Um, other astrologers would probably agree that when Mercury is retrograding, they're very active <laughs> and so and busy and traveling. So it's been interesting. Um, Jupiter is retrograding as well, and I y'all, I'm, I just can't even hardly wait to get into this um, the show. But before I do, I've got to take a step back because last week I managed to completely neglect, which I have never done before in the history of the show, um, but neglect to acknowledge our divine righteous ancestors, ashe and a special ashe to those who have recently transitioned, um, ashe Alice Baker, her influence on... Um, on on her children, has impacted me directly, and uh, I I have to acknowledge that uh, just for the sake of even the show, Mama Dada, <laughs> just the name, you know, um, I was called Mama Dada by my babies at the Uhuru Mama's babies at the Uhuru Academy of Fort Worth um, before anyone else, so. To Alice Baker. And um, in addition to that, if you would go to um, donate, please, to the, towards the Uhuru Academy of Fort Worth, uh, you can web search that link, the Uhuru Academy of Fort Worth, and please donate today. It would be a true blessing to us as well as you and to future generations as well. Also, of course, um, Brother Ampu, so powerfully instrumental in this show being possible. So a divine and empowered and emphatic thank you to him as well. We are back. We are live. Let's get it today. The sun, y'all, in Capricorn. The sun is in the last third beacon of Capricorn at 23 degrees and it is trining Jupiter in Virgo at 23 degrees um, <clears throat> I don't believe we didn't get to get into this last week So um, it would have been in last week's show for the week ahead for today um, But since we didn't get to get into it I must take a moment here at the beginning of the show to mention it since it's a, Since it is a current event and such a blissfully wonderful current event I don't care what you've been going through lately I really just, I can't Not today, I can't Because the sun is trining Jupiter <laughs> And it pretty much is about one of the best solar transits That probably exists um, The trine itself is a, an aspect that There's that We've got the conjunct we've got the square we've got the trine and we've got the opposition those are the four main major aspects okay there are quite a there there are quite a few more um but when you're talking about the trine you're talking about an aspect that has a Jupiterian overtone to it the trine is the easiest it's the most it's the easiest flow between two energies so the fact that the sun is trining jupiter now this is the easiest flow there 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 can be between sun and jupiter it's happening right now what is the sun the sun represents our self expression our very identity our personality um the sun rules leo Okay, so you anybody know a Leo? They're real sunny and tend to be cheery. They're um, uh, they tend to be very confident. And I mean, you want to link up, you want to make an easy flow of energy between your very identity and the planet Jupiter of luck, abundance, expansion, growth, higher learning, long distance travels. I mean, come on, with this energy. It is very easy to be feeling on top of the world right now, okay? We got access to good fortune. I'm talking generally. Of course, when you break down these energies into your own personal natal charts and how they're transiting your chart, then, yes, you're going to have variations of this energy. But, I mean, come on, it's damn near the best Transit and the best Easiest flow of energy between The two of them so I mean Our spirits are high today Come on we're enthusiastic Self confident and We may have a tendency to want To sit back and kind of just enjoy The happy vibe and let it go by But this isn't One you want to do that with the sun Is a male energy okay It's a it's, uh, The other male energetic planets are Mars and Jupiter, okay, the ones that are just predominantly, also I would say Saturn, of course, since it's the parent or the father. Um, But, you know, male energies tend to be more aggressive and kind of play out in a more bolder energy, okay? And so Jupiter, it was in that group that I just mentioned as well. So it kind of is beckoning us for some physical action. Um, So uh, don't miss out on cashing in on this energy and the big opportunities there are for growth. Now, everybody doesn't know how to channel their physical energy in the highest ways. I'll put it like that. And so with this overabundance you've got Jupiterian energy coming from jupiter you've got Jupiterian energy coming from the trine and impacting your very the way you even express your, we express ourselves right so everybody's not really ready for this overabundance and exuberance of excess energy and so, um, if you cannot <laughs> figure out exactly where to put your energy, or you're dealing with someone who maybe is not having the best go at this really powerful energy, it's 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 odd, but it, to me, but it happens. I mean, I talk to so many people now about their charts and 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 their lives that you know it happens. Um, this is general information I'm giving out now. So, uh, but it. If all else fails for you, then, you know, direct that energy, of course, as I always say. Well, not always, because when I'm talking about Mars specifically, you've got to do something physical. Go work out, exercise something by yourself. But um, with, with this particular energy, I would say go in. Take that energy inward, because Jupiter is also spiritual, okay? And so the, there's no way... Well, that I've ever heard of To be a too spiritual I mean too spiritual to be any earthly good Yes, if y'all have heard that um, saying But not too spiritual For the growth That comes from directing And, and focusing Intense energies inward um, So it's it, if For anybody, no matter what you got Going on, um, you can Definitely gain from this transit Today materially spiritually and personal, okay? No excuses. This is just too good. So, financial gains of course are possible and uh, you know, just an increase of your overall sense of satisfaction and contentment, all right? That's that's wonderful in by itself if you don't gain a penny today. <laughs> I think it's very interesting, of course. I mean, anybody listening right now, oh, I gotta. Um, I wanted to address you guys like for, that called in last week. I saw the phone lines lit up, y'all, and I wasn't ignoring you. I just wanted to get through the information, and I vow. I said it once before, but I, I, I'm working it out that I don't rush through these shows, and I take my time, and I answer the lines. I'm not... Going to ever be too easy to answer the Lines I will say that I do not Give personal readings on the air The reason why I don't Is because it's I, I, I'm looking at everything When I'm doing a reading I'm looking at the outer line planets and the transits they've been made, the overarching themes that you have going on. I'm looking at everything. I I wanna look at your north node <laughs> and see where your soul mission is, you know. And not just a really quick, oh, let me look at their sun sign and quick see what their little horoscope for their sun sign is. It's so much more than that, y'all. And I I, I like my shows have been jam packed. My phone consultations have been jam packed. I mean, an hour goes by too quick. When when you're really unpacking things, a reading is not a quick. Oh, your life's gonna be awesome in two days. No, you got some stuff going on, uh, baby, mama's baby. And let me let us together looking at the math and the science of it. Work this out you, you can't get more precise and exact Than that And that's why this precious time we have Is so valuable and I don't want to rush through it So I apologize I didn't do my shout outs Didn't pick up the lines y'all last week I, it was, I was Mercury retrograding Okay we're going to talk it up to that But um uh, I was mentioning, sorry, y'all, it's a lot. That's why I'd be wanting to slow down. But um, for everybody, uh, what what I was saying before that even was about the energies of the sun trining Jupiter that's going on today. I think it's very interesting that this whole, y'all, stuff's been coming out about this Powerball the lottery, and today, today, dun, 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 drum roll, <laughs> is the uh, day of the drawing for this record-breaking history-making, you know, apparently scandalous. There's some weird scandal going on around it, and I don't know. I can't keep up with the news, y'all, but I saw something. I know I saw it in some news feed. And so, um it's, it's very interesting that the astrology that's lining up with it even. So I just thought I would throw that out there. Y'all can unpack that on your own. Um so yeah, personal and spiritual growth. Oh yes. Um, any t- any Jupiter rules the higher learning, right? The the long distance journeys, whether you're physically taking that journey or emotionally or mentally taking that journey. So any type of studies that you're delving into today, any try, any actual travel you're doing, um, and anything really. Targeted to broaden your horizons Or broaden your experience Okay That is favorite today And um, Whenever there's a lot of Jupiter Energy going on and this is like Jupiter On Jupiter, Jupiter energy Going on, I always um, Advise people to simply Hesitate to say at this time because it just Feels so good, sunshine, Jupiter But I always advise And I would advise even now to Watch for over Anything, you know, you go Go ahead and eat all that cake, ice cream Cookies, candy, go ahead When, you know, it's an easy Flow, it's easy to do that under this Energy, go ahead, but You will probably regret it after So enjoy the abundance Enjoy the expansion Enjoy the growth Enjoy the long distance journeys In whatever format and ways you're taking them Simply watch for the excessive excessiveness Okay, I'm laughing Because I know the astrology on this And it's it's a lot But it's good But you just still got to watch it, right? Okay, oh Speaking of watching it in excess <laughs> You may be experiencing uh, Higher than normal libido right now um, There's a spirituality to sex Yes, of course and But everyone doesn't always think of it as such um, There's a certain uh, sexuality It's mostly associated with Mars and astrology But there's a certain sexual aspect That can be uh, contributed to sun maybe as well So I'm simply saying watch that also. We're going to be feeling really enthusiastic, super jovial, larger than life. Actually, I'm sorry, these were the notes right here for uh, people born with this aspect, like Whitney Houston, like O.J. Simpson, like James Brown and George Washington Carver, y'all. I say Philip Michael Thomas from Miami Vice, the black one. Um, yes the, When you're born with the sun and Jupiter in your chart That is what gives you the high libido You may sis, That also could be experienced with this transit Please don't get it twisted um, But It would be more likely to show up in someone with it actually in their natal Or birth chart Like the celebrities that I just mentioned So um, it It makes for an inspiring teacher or guru just someone really inspiring I mean come on, even post mortem you just say Whitney Houston, and people catch a feeling um uh, these people have pioneering zeal, okay it, kind of that same exuberance and 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 larger than lifeness that this transit um speaks of they they embody that in certain ways or can okay um. These people love to indulge, okay? Think excessiveness and generosity also. But when you think of the number of inventions George Washington Carver created, with a peanut, y'all, he took one thing and he made it larger than life in history and behind a peanut, that's the giant Jupiter So um, Obviously with something like this Everybody should be feeling great I won't read all the horoscopes That I have for this But I will mention about a couple of signs Because every, once again You have to look at your personal astrology Every area of space You know uh, the zodiac wheel Y'all seen the wheel All 12 signs going around in a wheel And you got this Sun trining Jupiter The sun is in Capricorn That's at the very top of the wheel Capricorn represents the 10th house It's the highest spot on the chart It's the top of the chart Top of the wheel right Um, On a wall clock It would be where the 12 is right And then you got Virgo Sun and Capricorn at the top, and then Virgo at where would Virgo be on a clock because um, it represents the 6th house as opposed to the 10th house. So, yeah, instead of 3 straight across, it would be the 4. So where 4 would be on a wall clock in the 6th house position as opposed to the top of the chart 10th house position, it, uh, yeah, the 4. So that's to the right and just down 1. And so that's where Virgo is. They're in a they're 120 degrees away from each other. If you take a pie, that's a circle too, right? Three ways. That is the distance from one cut of the pie to the next cut. 120 degrees. That's the distance the sun is from Jupiter right now today. It was exact. If you want to know, by the way. It will be exact, you guys, here in just one more hour at 4.49 p.m. Central Standard Time. So should do a ritual or something. I'm not even going to tell you all a secret like that. But, hey, do something really <laughs> exciting and fun and thrilling and just that makes you feel on top of the world in about an hour. How about that? Depending on your time zone, obviously, all right? Um. <clears throat> But yeah, the distance between them. So everybody's um, relationship to Capricorn, the tenth house, the very top position where the sun is. everybody is not in the four o'clock where Jupiter is positioned. You might be over here at seven o'clock. You might, and depending on where you are. When I say you are, I mean your your, your sun. That represents your. Very identity in your birth chart In your personal natal chart That depends on your very time Of birth That you entered into this plane Of awareness, okay And so I'm looking at, as an astrologer I'm looking at the sun, where your sun Is primarily And, uh, I well I say Ascendant primarily And then, you know, the sun of course Accompanying that um, for any women, females, I would look, uh, um, tend to look at your moon as well. That tends to be how, uh, as opposed to the sun with the, uh, with a male, your sun is going to be more indicative of you, um, your personality with a female, the moon is and so it tends to be that way. Um, but also ascendant is that you can't skip the ascendant. It's, it's vital, and it's important, and it can be tricky, especially I was looking at a client this week, and it can be tricky. She's like the second one I've seen like this, and I'm my chart is like this. If your ascendant is so close to the next sign, you're going to play out like that sign too in so many ways. So then you got people <laughs> that's looking at uh, – maybe two signs for their ascendant just based on how close it is, plus a sun sign. And if you're a woman, maybe plus a moon sign. So it's just a lot to consider. That's why I don't do on air readings. Because I'm considering so many things and by the time I we actually do like the people who've signed up already for um uh, phone consults for the week, um then you know I I I've already got a chance to just unpack so much stuff by the time we get on the call that it like I said an hour is not enough so I do offer the two hours um, per week and I also offer the open line option and that just means if I'm not um, scheduled with a client and you want to talk then you got me so. Um, or or basically that you can schedule as many um as you would like in one hour increments. So, um, let's see. With this sunshine, Jupiter, Capricorn, Capricorn, Capricorns, my deacon three Capricorns, born January eleventh through the nineteenth, these um uh uh horoscopes are from Astrology King. Uh I love astrology king just because they break down the deacons, and that way you really can um, narrow it down. This is not for all Capricorns. This is for the one-third, okay, deacon one, deacon two, deacon three. This is for the third deacon of Capricorns born, the last deacon uh, born January 11th through the 19th, okay? The sun is in your deacon. The very sun that is trining Jupiter So your sun is in the 12 o'clock position um, And and uh, It's just a really good time for y'all um, Why did I want to mention y'all I was wanting to mention the people that needed to Take a second look at this transit Y'all got it going on It's an extremely fortunate time Capricorn Uh Mercury retrograde uh, is really close to this sun that's trining uh, Jupiter. Oh, I think I was, I mean, for everybody that's having a really easy go, I've just been mentioning, you know, be a blessing to somebody else. Everybody not having an easy go of this energy. Um, I know that's not why I highlighted, and maybe I just highlighted y'all on accident. But, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for Capricorn with this. Y'all are having a. Should be having a pretty good run At least of this Um, Cancer The sun is actually opposing Your deacon So if the sun in Capricorn is at 12 o'clock Your natal sun is at 6 o'clock It's directly opposing it And you may be experiencing uh, a, a, A situation where Uh, Bringing balance to the situation Could help okay Instead of the tug of war that you May be going through So my cancer deacon threes those born July 13th to 22nd Um you're In a situation right now possibly where You're being forced to reflect on Your longer term goals And may need and you're in a position now Where you may need to make some adjustments Or totally change course okay Um Six months from your birthday, which is where you're at, you're at the halfway point through your um solar year um, it can it can be a low point, okay when competitors and superiors test your strength of character, so stick to your routine if you can all right, Cancer Deacon 3s, and avoid provoking others. Y'all not going to need no introduction in having this uh, uh, energy opportunity, energetic opportunity for uh, altercations and um, and possible arguments, so definitely don't be the one starting it or provoking it, okay, Cancer Deacon 3s. Um, a defensive approach will better reduce the risk of disagreements and setbacks. Um Jupiter sextiling your deacon um in this transit, uh, of the Sun trying Jupiter is pretty much <laughs> a really good thing you have going for you with the with, with the opposition going on like that, okay? So there there is divine opportunity for feelings of joy and optimism and, and offers of good fortune, okay? So it's not I mean, come on, it's sunshine Jupiter It can't really be bleak for anybody But I've definitely wanted to mention that to the Cancer Deacon threes That the sun's opposite you And I definitely wanted to mention to my Pisces Deacon 3 Those born March 11th through the 20th That you actually have Jupiter opposing your Deacon Okay, if we got Jupiter over there in the 4 o'clock position Guess what? We have... Um, in the uh, 10 o'clock position My brain We have in the 10 o'clock position Your son, Pisces Okay, so it's opposing Jupiter And with Jupiter opposing your son Or if you have ascendant over there In the um, third deacon of Pisces Then Jupiter is actually opposing Your ascendant or son Depending on which And so when Jupiter opposes, unlike, you know, more malefic planets or more um stern and hard uh hard lining planets like Saturn or Mars or Pluto, when Jupiter opposes, there's still really wonderful potential for some positive outcomes of the energy, okay? So, um, unlike me having to tell Cancer that the sun was opposing their deacon, me telling you Pisces Deacon Three that Jupiter's opposing your deacon tends to more mean that you need to watch for being lazy during this time. Okay. You you might have access Uh, You know this this flow of uh, Energy accessing Good luck and abundance And you know And you just may tend to go there with it Um, So you definitely Want to pick up your act Um, Pisces Deacon 3 This is not what this transit is for This transit is for bringing growth And good fortune When you maintain High standards Okay for yourself So um But you shouldn't expect any serious issues or problems Uh, It may just be more felt, since it is opposition Maybe more felt as a turning point Where you're able to reflect on what you have And um, what you really need to make you truly happy Okay, everybody else, y'all good I'm not even gonna Oh, ooh, before I say that Libra and Aries <laughs> Really all my cardinal signs I've already talked about Capricorn and Cancer That's two out of the four cardinal signs right here And Libra and Aries on my way out of talking about this transit I, I got, I almost, I don't know how I did it But Libra and Aries The sun is squaring both of y'all seeking, Okay And um, it's not You know like I said it's Jupiter And the sun trining each other So it's not that That bad but with the sun squaring Your deacon what you may need to know Especially my Libras well especially my Aries and my Aries been going through Everything I've I've been Studying about the Aries um, just I, I, I did a special Shout out <laughs> message During one that I was discussing Last week because it just hit me It's like god dang what a time to be in Aries right now But obviously with you know these Challenges um, to this particular Area of space especially With Uranus being there right now There is divine opportunity for um, Sudden and unexpected Growth And advancement um, So you know it's never just bleak. It's never just impossible. It just may take a little or maybe a lot more effort, okay, to push through so you can see what's on the other side. Libra Deacon Threes, those born October thirteenth to the twenty second, the sun is squaring your deacon um between the dates of January the tenth and the twenty first and it's just not a favorable time for getting your way, okay? Certainly not if you want to maintain harmony In important relationships Over assertiveness Libra Deacon threes, May upset others and cause Added pressures on you Your ego is on the line Coming under pressure from others Through arguments or challenges To your authority um, Still with the Sun trying and Jupiter Libra um, Deacon threes, uh, you You still have Good access to increasing your self-confidence And bringing an element of good fortune to you, okay My Aries, dear Aries that I love Deacon 3's born April the 10th through the 19th Um, The sun squaring your deacon uh, between the dates of the 10th and the 21st Really does bring added pressure from others Through arguments or challenges to your authority as well um, so this may very well be a reaction on their part as they feel it is you that are being too pushy in asserting your will over them. Um, so it's just not going to be a favorable time for getting your way, Aries, Beacon 3, um, certainly not if you want to maintain harmony in important relationships. Go on and just let folks have it. Um, overassertiveness may upset others and just cause the added pressure as well. So, um Yeah, just let people make it, especially on a day like today This is an easy day to let people make it on So just let them make it today Okay, moving on I'm not going to go through all of these I want to get into the week ahead I'm Going to do that this week instead of talk About doing it but I did highlight some People that I want to mention some things To about what's left in This week before we get in the week Ahead the week ahead is uh, Going to cover the dates of January The 17th through the 23rd That's the week where the sun Go uh, transits out Of Capricorn into Aquarius You know just when we Finally get in the hang of this Karma Hard work You know, uh, responsibility, maturity, serious energy It's time to move into Aquarius for the sun So we are getting to that Give me just a quick second to wrap up this week For some very important people Mamas, babies Uh, Tomorrow, Thursday, January the 14th At 8.05 a.m. Central Standard Time That same sun and 23 degrees Capricorn that is trining Jupiter. See y'all, oh, it's a setup because Mercury's going to trine Jupiter next. But that same sun that's trining Jupiter is conjunct or meeting up with Mercury. So if the sun is where Mercury is and the sun is trining Jupiter, it's math, y'all. That means Mercury is going to try on Jupiter And I got a couple of things to mention About that as well But tomorrow rising 8.05 a.m. Central Sun and Mercury Meet up, okay That's going to happen a few more times This year Uh, We've got tomorrow the 14th We've got March 13th It's going to happen again May the 9th, July the 6th September the 12th, October 27th And December 28th So uh, this is the energy we'll meet with again, so pay attention and take notes. Should be the first time. It's the first time this year, though. So I mean, that same sun that we were talking about—that's the self-expression and the identity—and it's got a male energy to it, and it's so many things, y'all. But it's a two-hour show. <laughs> um is meeting up with mental Mercury. Every we we know all about Mercury because it's Mercury retrograde. And people who don't know about Mercury know what Mercury is in a Mercury retrograde. It's our thinking processes, it's the mental realm, it's the um it's the reasoning and it's the uh, travel of course. And so it's just busy. It's just busy, busy in your mind, busy moving around. Paperwork uh, is governed by Mercury. And so, you know, the business of the paperwork and the bills and the letters and the emails and the errands and the interactions, I mean, that's what, sun, uh chilling out with Mercury is all about, okay? And so... It's just active, and it's easy to be distracted under this energy and it's it's easy to- overtalk somebody in this energy because there's just a lot going on. It's easy for your mind to wander in this energy, and it's easier to you know be the one talking as opposed to the one listening in this energy so um uh but it does give strength to communication, so um things may come you may get your point across possibly with all that talking, you actually run the risk of actually getting your point across better under this energy and conveying your message in, in ways that that uh, is easily digested and better understood could tend to happen in this energy. So, um, you know, people might actually enjoy listening to you and, you know, watching your video on YouTube or um, just it, it shines a light. The sun is just shining a light on communication, okay, and travel So enjoy that Um, And obviously people born under this aspect are going to be really good at expressing themselves Kind of like Stevie Wonder, Denzel Washington, Jimi Hendrix, Tina Turner I say Jimi Hendrix, and Mariah Carey And so um, these people tend to have the manual dexterity, like Jimi Hendrix on that guitar and Stevie on the keys, right? And then the mental kind of curiosity, um, maybe of Denzel, that would make him curious about all these different characters that he gets into and plays, right? And so there's natural ability with this particular um, aspect in your natal chart that gives ability with arts and crafts and even uh, intricate and precise machinery if you're, you know, with your hands. Or, um, uh, it, studying comes easier to these people. Denzel probably has a really easy time memorizing lines. Uh, Mariah wrote most of the songs she's ever, you know, performed. Um and so there, there's that natural ability there as well. So it, even when it comes to really precise things like font design and calligraphy, these people probably had, um, people that are good at that probably have um, sun conjunct mercury in their natal chart. So I got to mention this. Capricorn, oh, Capricorn, Deacon threes, especially those born January 11th to 19th or have their ascendant. Um, and for women, Moon in the third deacon of Capricorn Y'all just got it going on right about now, okay? Capricorn season 2016 on everybody, right? So just the sun being in your deacon just has you just feeling good And then Mercury being joining being in your deacon um, is just bringing you really quick thinking and reflexes. It's improving your decision making skills. Um, it also is increasing the risk of arguments and conflict, but that's just due to the energy and the, just the busyness and 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 the just the energy of Mercury. So um, you know, keep your vibration high. You really just don't have to worry about a whole whole lot uh, because it Mercury is also adding to your charisma. Uh, it can be a very hectic period, my Capricorn Deacon 3s, and you will need your wits about you to keep up with the pace. Um, and there's definitely also a great amount of personal interaction to keep you stimulated. Uh, watch for overstimulation, um, especially with Mercury also coming in contact with Uranus here pretty soon. I'll talk about that coming up. Um when I say watch your stimulation, I, when you have energies like, especially like Mercury and Uranus, which is the higher octave of Mercury, um, it, you're, we're talking about nerves here. Astrologically, it's associated with the very nerves in our body, nervousness, um, nervous tension, nervous anxiety, and um, whatever you do to calm yourself, I would say, <laughs> if it gets to be too much. With mercury and uranus as best possible uh, You don't want to burn out And so Cancer Deacon threes, I must mention to you guys As well regarding this particular Transit of sun conjuncting mercury Those born July 13th To the 22nd That you actually, uh, Cancer Deacon 3s, have Mercury opposing your Deacon still up until uh, it's it started opposing your Deacon December 23rd, and it's going to be until January the 18th. And so there we go again with the opposite. When it's opposite, when we got one thing at 12 o'clock at the top and we got one thing at 6 o'clock at the bottom, that's opposite. And so just like if you're holding a rope in tug of war, you're either going to If y'all have the same strength on both sides Y'all ain't going nowhere That's a perfect balance Nothing's going to move Nothing's going to happen But obviously if there's an imbalance When you're dealing with an opposition Then there's an opportunity to balance that thing out You And only you know best Where the balance uh, Where it's off balance at Okay Cancer Deacon 3's You got conflict and tension During this busy time You're adding that element uh, Into the busyness So your will and ego Could be working at cross purposes To your rational thinking And how you express yourself So it's easy to put other people off At this time, Cancer Deacon 3's They may feel that you're being too selfish and annoying but you think they are the ones that are harder to get along with okay so sun conjunct mercury for you specifically is going to dramatically increase the tempo of life here tomorrow um and you could be sensing it now obviously mercury moves fast so uh, and it and it, it's it's the thoughts and that's air and that's really fast <laughs> cuz that that can be instant um uh, you got a lot of errands going on More than likely The tempo of life is just up, up, up Interactions with people, everything Head might just be spinning But um, there's going to be A really strong urge to react On the spur of the moment for you And speak without thinking Increasing the risk of getting into arguments So um, It just it's, it, it potentially can add a lot of pressure and make you feel like you're being Bombarded, okay, by either requests from people or questions or whatnot So that's just a special note to cancer and then of course um, the rest of my Cardinal signs, Aries and Libra again, uh We're just dealing with a very, very busy time. Uh, For Aries specifically, you may find it difficult to stay focused on important matters and will be easily distracted, all right? And um, just if you can, Aries Deacon 3 specifically born April 10th to 19th, uh, if you can, avoid important decisions or business dealings until this transit passes For sure Obviously with the everything else y'all got going on Aries um, You may just want to wait till after Mercury stations direct Which will be on the 25th of the month uh, January okay Libra Deacon 3's um, Those born October 13th to 22nd um, This is going to be The most active time of the month For y'all okay Between the 13th which is today through the 15th so it ha- it's Exact on tomorrow Libra Deacon 3's y'all may want to still Be mindful of this even on The 15th um, But yeah it's Your most active time of the entire Month with a flurry Of communications arguments Are extremely likely And it will possibly Be hard difficult for you To think clearly so my Libra Deacon 3's you guys may specifically may want to seek advice from a trusted friend or professional if you need to make a really important decision right now, okay? Um, If you can't put it off, definitely uh, consult with someone you trust. All right, and then Thursday this week, Thursday morning, the moon's going to be void, you guys, most of Thursday. As of 1031 a.m. Central Standard Time, the rest of the day, we're we're winding out, y'all. The moon just went into Pisces last night, so I mean, I I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that when, when the moon's in Pisces, we have acts. Ax- I don't care what you've been going through, and it was so divine that the moon in Pisces happened last night to usher in this Sun trying Jupiter today, uh, because I don't care what you've been going through when. The the moon was void for for quite a while uh, yesterday, and then baby it slid on uh, around six o'clock. It slid on in the Pisces. Ooh, yes, all right on time, y'all. Pisces is ruled by Neptune. Neptune rules the water. If you got your good cry in last night, you were in the vein, okay, and um you know if you took a a cleansing bath last night or today when the moon going to be in pisces for a few that couple few days you're in the vein take soak you and soak in the tub and with the moon in pisces and then don't mess around and get a foot rub pisces does rule the feet don't mess around get out the tub and get a foot rub <laughs> Ah, the hard work does pay off, y'all, with this sun and Capricorn. I see y'all on the line. I'm about to pick up the phone here in just a second. Hold tight. Um, but with the moon going void, tomorrow rising, 1031 a.m. Central Standard Time. Don't start nothing new, y'all. Y'all know the void, void moon rules. Don't initiate anything. You can revisit anything you've already started. You can review anything you are wanting to initiate. You can take stock of, of things, inventory. You can find lost things. Ooh, I've been loving finding lost things here lately, y'all. It's it's starting to get fun. But uh, you can get rid of anything, uh, any excess that you may have, and you can refine anything that kind of goes along with reviewing. So, That's on the menu, but it's going to be um, void most of the day. Uh, The moon is not going to enter pioneering. Don't need no introduction. (laughs) Take charge, Aries. Um, Tomorrow evening 8.48 p.m. Central Standard Time I'm so excited about the moon Going into Aries, y'all Just about as excited as I was As the moon going into Pisces last night Because we're resetting We're starting a whole new cycle Pisces is the last sign, the 12th sign And Aries is the first sign, okay And so we are cycling out As we speak, as we live As we sun, trine, Jupiter today Okay we're phasing out of one um, zodiac moon cycle into a new one, and it just—it feels really good. Anything new just feels good. We just had the new moon in Capricorn on the ninth. Come on, who want to who want to open up the line and talk about the new moon in Capricorn we just had on the ninth? It's a, it's a it's a beautiful thing to have a new moon in a sign representing the karma that comes back around when you know you done put in (laughs) that hard work. Come on, the hard work pays. And the new moon and Capricorn we just had, I hope it really proved that to y'all. I I really do. It definitely proved it to me. I am so thankful for the new moon and Capricorn and the multitude of blessings that it has brought, even when it didn't look like it. Because Capricorn is not an easy energy per se It's the hard work and the karma for a reason It's serious and mature and makes you be responsible And it's rest- constricting and restricting And throwing up boundaries for a reason In the ways that we've been too Jupiterian and excessive And, and a little too flowy and harmonious And and, and abundant and growing and advancing Without the lessons, the the necessary lessons that come along with it, especially when you really think you're doing something, and you just need a little karma in your life to to learn you a lesson or two. I mean, I've just been seeing it play out on every front, on every hand. It's not missing anybody. All getting exactly what we deserve. Okay. So with that in mind, let me go ahead and open up the phone line. I got a caller from the 202 that's been on the line pretty much the entire show holding to um to speak. So please speak. Peace, caller from the 202. What's your name? Hi, my name is Kay. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome, Shay. What would you like to discuss? What question do you have? You know, it's funny. You mentioned the North Node earlier, and, I just kind of found out about North Node and what my North Node is, so I'd like to just ask you about it because I'm just Mm -hmm. finding out about the North Node. Um, I found out that it's in Leo in my eighth house, and I would just like to hear, you know, what you have to say about that. Mm mm mm. Okay, I know a little <laughs> bit about it. I, I'm excited because I love talking about my chart. I don't talk about it on air, of course, as much as I do in off the air. But my north node is in Leo. I have north node in oh. Leo as well, but it's in another house. It's not in my in in the eighth house. But North Node and North Node is our soul's mission. It is what we almost are naturally drawn to in this incarnation. And when you want to talk about the South Node, which is directly opposite that, just like I was talking about 6 and 12 o'clock on the wall clock, um, your South Node obviously is going to be in Aquarius because Aquarius is directly opposite Leo. Um, right. And your South Node would be in your second house, of personal finances um, and resources, as opposed to where your North Node is, the eighth house of other people's resources. So, with your soul mission being there, North Node being in Leo, I mean, we are destined for the spotlight, Shay. We are. We are destined to the Leo <laughs> is ruled by the sun. Leo is ruled by the sun. The very same sun that I said was trining Jupiter that's in Capricorn right now. Um And the sun, I was talking about, it rules the self-expression and the confidence and all that stuff. And so that's very Um, Leo-like. Leo also rules the fifth house of dating and romance and children and creativity and, and games of chance and sports, any games, any sports, any fun, any enjoyment. So, I mean, it is our... It is our destiny to 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 reign, to enjoy our lives, and and, and to be and to somewhat be on this. I can't say somewhat because Leo is not somewhat on display. Leo is out there shining in the sun. Okay, it's ruled <laughs> by the sun, and so eighth house um, being other people's um, resources and really bonuses and inheritances and taxes and um, bonds and um, really, just uh the realm of, and really, it's also the realm of deep and intimate psychological um sharing. Uh, and dealings these are just things obviously i could break down uh some things in a more concise way that's why i kind of specialize in the reports because i'm way more eloquent i think in writing but i would love to connect with you and get you some very um wonderful information i know you will love about this specifically awesome. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm writing down your number right now. Uh, is this a number I can call you back on within the next day or two? Sure. Likely tomorrow, but I just give myself some time to get all this lovely astrology work that I do for y'all done. I just enjoy it so much. Thank you. So when I contact you, I'll I'll, I'll uh, we'll we'll take it from there. How about that? Awesome. Thank you. Did that did that kind of give you an introduction into the energy though? Are you con Does that resonate with you at all? What I said? It does, and from what I've read, you know, I think the north node is like um, the south node is where we're more comfortable, which I tend to, you know, sometimes go in that Aquarius kind of detached mode. But the north node more is north. where I desire to shine.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: And you hit it right on the nose right there because the south node represents where we've come from, and the north node is where we're heading towards, okay? That's why it's our soul's mission in this life to get there. And so, yep, you're right on target. I'm so excited to talk to you, Shay, and if you want to hold back on the line, you can keep on listening. Thank you. No problem. Did you have anything else? No, I think that, so you can take other calls. I, um, if you have any more time, I would love to talk about um, Jupiter and the ninth That's where it's transiting now, but you can feel free to take other Look calls. Look at like. you. I love you already. Say I love my, mama's babies that know their charts. Y'all are my favorite ones. <laughs> <laughs> so cool, Jupiter's transiting your ninth That's amazing because the ninth house is a Jupiter-ruled house So you got especially, I mean, do, did you have? are you having a pretty good day today? I'm just curious <laughs> I am, I am Okay, cool, because you, you've got a lot of Jupiter energy going on So, yes, I will talk mm-hmm. to you soon And you, I will put you back on hold Thank you, Shay All right I didn't mean to cut off your line, Shay. I'm over here. Uh, the lines are lit up, <laughs> and last week I didn't get to any callers whatsoever. While I've got the lines open, um, y'all, let me take one more. Uh, oh, wow, caller from the 928. You've been on hold a long time, too. I'm so excited to talk to you. Peace. Who's on the line? Hi, this is Elfina. Uh, what's your name? Elfina. Hi, Alfina, I remember you. Have we talked before? Uh, yes we have. Oh cool. Yes, I remember you. Um what you know what? I don't remember our last interaction though and you may be oh my goodness, I think you're the one. Let me write down your full number right now. Um, because I think you might be the one that I could not I didn't write down the last four digits of your number. What are you calling in for today, Alfina? It's so good to talk to you again. Uh financially, I'm wondering what um I guess this year has in store for me financially finances for the year of this new year twenty sixteen yes, you know what um, I've done a couple of so um new year charts. And just you know projections for people So I know I've got your information Already and so I already know Where to look for you and everything If you will give me um, till around this time tomorrow I, I already know what to put together For you and uh, I would Like to talk to you about um, uh, You know maybe setting something up on a, on a more regular basis Since you you know this your uh, I think Second time contacting me but yeah I can that's easy Alfina I'll do That for you no problem and okay. so right. we'll, so yeah, we'll be in contact tomorrow. Um I'm not looking at your chart right now, but if you want to keep listening to the show I've got plenty of horoscopes for what it what's your sun sign, Alfina? Uh my sun sign is Sagittarius. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're pretty. my sun sign Sagittarius. So we're we're pretty in the clear but there's just um I can't think specifically of the the transits that pertain to us this week and the week ahead. But feel free to keep on listening. I think you'll find I've got something for everybody, okay? Okay, and I think my Ascendant is Capricorn, so I don't know if that's... Ooh, yep, and that's probably why you're getting at me. I've been hit all the... And the Ascendant is... The Ascendant, no, it's not our sun. No, it's not our self-expression and our identity. But the Ascendant is pretty much your physical self presented in the horoscope. So I'm always, always, always encouraging people to listen out for and study their ascendant sign and the transits uh, that that these planets are making and impacting their natal chart with. Uh, So, yes, for Capricorn ascendant, definitely. Almost everything I've been talking about, I've been talking to my cardinal signs, which Capricorn is one. It's at the very top of the chart. It rules the very direction our lives go in and our careers and our parents so definitely listen out for Capricorn, and I'll put you back on hold, okay? Talk to you soon, Alfina. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Peace. Oh, y'all, I'm a sucker for answering the lines. I see one more here that's been holding. Caller from the 323, you're on the line with Mama Dada. Peace. Hi. This is my first time calling in. Okay. What's your name? My, my name is Vicky. Vicky, nice to talk to you. What yeah, time do you have for I really today? Like this show? Um, I would like to know what's going on with me because uh-huh. um, I'm learning my uh, chart. So I know my sun is in Pisces, my moon is in Taurus, and my rising right. sign is uh, Sagittarius. Okay. But my uh, north node is retro, and I have a couple of other planets new. Neptune, Uranus, and some other planets in, in retrograde. So I don't understand what that means. If your north node is in retrograde in your natal chart, yeah. What does that? What does that mean? Or what is that all about? Um, oh, I have. Tell me what you see. Really, just tell me what you see. Yeah, it's no problem. It's no problem, Vicki. I did uh, make an announcement, and it doesn't look like you've been holding too terribly long, so you um, missed it. I don't do on-air readings, and I don't do on-air readings because I'm pretty – Thorough, <laughs> we'll say it like that And detailed when I look in people's charts And this is something that I could definitely give you Plenty of information on I just need you to give me um, Probably here within the next 12 to 24 hours To get the information to you Is this 323 no number? Is this, uh, thank you um, I can call you on this number and get an email address from you? Mm-hmm. You can just text probably sometime. Me, Okay know.
1: Okay, cool, say, perfect. Please
0: send me your information, and I'll know it's you. Just perfect, tell me that's exactly what send me exactly a text telling me do. exactly what you want me to give you. hmm Okay, thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm enjoying interacting with you already, Vicki. I'm looking forward to getting this information to you, and it's so cool that you know your sun, moon, and rising sonic and just rattle it off like that. Y'all are amazing. So, yes, we will connect really soon, okay? Thank you. You're day. welcome, you as well Bye Bye-bye. All right, y'all Bye uh, We are back into The the um, rest of the show Like I said, we got Thursday Coming up, mostly void, of course Where we're not really making new initiatives um, But then there at the end Of the day, the moon does enter Aries And the energy From the void, of course, moon Just speeds up just like that. Aries, out the gate, ready to go. Um, instinctual reactions. We're edgy, punchy, we're restless, ready to start something. It's a really good time for anything of a first that you want to initiate, okay? While the moon is in Aries. Um so we're 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 really courageous. Aries is ruled by Mars and Mars is Bold and courageous and brave. Okay, the warrior soldier, not backing down, not scared. You may have some butterflies in the stomach feeling, um, you know, from stepping out of your comfort zone, starting something for the first time. Uh, but the spark of momentum, the energy. The Aries rule. Aries is where the spring starts, right? And so, just that same kind of thrust. Of this new seasonal energy is is embodied um, and and satisfying to us when the moon is in Aries. Okay, when when I'm talking about where the moon is transiting, like it's in Pisces right now, I'm talking about emotions. I'm talking about our overall general um, emotional state and well being, or at least what emotionally satisfies us, generally speaking, during these few days that they, uh, the moon transits each sign every month. Okay. And so we can tend to want to keep things simple, um, uh, and we just want to do more. Aries is ruled by Mars, so it's all about getting something physically done, okay, doing something moving, doing something challenging ourselves physically it's pretty much going to have a physical component. Now, we also may want to fight everybody while the moon is in Aries. Hopefully not. Um, hopefully we take that energy to want to fight somebody and put that fight in us to attack something head on, even if it's the truth, you know, even if it's having to tell the truth on something. This is a good energy to do that under, Um uh, and even if you do have to get into it with somebody Hopefully it's not a physical component to it But if you have to get into a verbal some exchange with somebody That's a bit on the aggressive side Let it at least be productive Let it at least provoke some change And hopefully that change will be for the better, right? Um, if you need to be dynamic Like a job interview or on a date The Aries moon is for you, Okay And so starting a project, selling your idea, um, really quick, short activities, okay? We're not talking things you need to put energy into long-term unless you've broken those things up into, like, more digestible um, tasks, which is a great energy for that. Um, Encouraging somebody, um, promoting yourself, you know, the Aries energy. It's not like Leo energy, what I just got through. I'm talking to Shay about Where it's like you're on stage But it's just more like you're not scared First out the gate You're not waiting on anybody to make the first move You know what I mean? So it's more like that Making your presence uh, Self-promoting yourself You may feel a sense of urgency With the moon being in Aries And that could lead you to be a bit more impulsive Than you normally would And you might like it (laughs) under an Aries moon But Definitely soul search um, These Martian uh, moves That we're making in the days In these particular days uh, Because even though you feel like you could do anything And you're feeling really invincible And believing anything's possible um, That Mars energy Is an energy you just want to be mindful of Okay and watch out for it Just make sure you're you're directing that energy high And you're good Dream big okay while the moon enters Aries You know, you're feeling like you can do anything So um, Also Thursday evening 8.15 p.m. Central Standard Time Oh, Mercury Finally Trines Jupiter That same sun is trining Jupiter today Mercury's going to be trining Jupiter On just tomorrow Okay, tomorrow evening uh, Mercury trines Jupiter Tomorrow evening Additionally, it chimes Jupiter February the 6th of this year times. And what's so interesting about this alignment is that these are the two planets that are in retrograde right now. Mercury went retro um, last week, I want to say the 5th, yes, the 5th, and then Jupiter went retro two days later. So they are... um, Aligned in the sky with the trine here tomorrow evening And even more, just more good feelings I told y'all when I didn't get to this last week (laughs) That it was don't worry about me having skipped it Because it was just so, it was all good It was, you know So I'm mentioning these um, for the people that just may want to pay attention to some stuff but yeah, with Mercury, the planet of travel and communications, trying Jupiter, you know that easy flow to expansion and advancement and growth again. But this time, instead of it affecting, you know, the sun and the self-expression and the um the confidence and the identity, it's affecting the communication and the thinking processes and the travel, okay, and the um and the business certain um, sort of aspects of business. So, um. It's a good time to kind of This energy is, is of course Bringing optimism and good news uh, Things that are favored Under this tomorrow obviously Is going to be research, study Socializing It's an excellent, 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 excellent Excellent transit to make plans Under okay Because we're going to be like future oriented Positive thinking We'll have good instincts Um We'll also uh be in a position to really organize anything we need to uh mentally and physically um so it's an ideal time to clean up something tomorrow um with our mind uh so with it being a really great time to plan, we can plan or actually set off on a journey um <laughs> uh, but definitely planning for travel tomorrow possibly. Uh, It's a day to just really increase and expand anything mental, okay Um, Study, law, religion, language, philosophy Any business dealings should go extremely well Jupiter is the sign that rules business Big business, yeah And so um, if you're having to enter in negotiations for anything Sign any contracts Oh yeah, tomorrow's the day, okay Uh, Any legal matters, uh, there's an element of uh, uh, Jupiter rules the law or law, and so any legal matters should go great Um, Just feeling good A lot of socializing, a lot of social activity It should be very easy to make friends under this influence and energy, okay um and the friendships that you can make under under this energy can really prove to be profitable. All right? Think about that. Now, if it's in your natal chart like it is for Oprah Winfrey and Muhammad Ali and Diana Ross and Bobby Brown and Haile Selassie the first and Dennis Rodman and Carlos Santana and even little blue Ivy Carter, then um, these people just have a broad outlook, okay? They have positive attitude and energy, fun to be around. They enjoy mixing with different groups. That's their social element, okay? They tend not to have trouble making friends. Um, They can be very eloquent. Come on. Uh, Have maybe more refined social skills. And form mutually beneficial friendships, okay? Even if we don't understand it Think about Bobby Brown Think about Dennis Rodman Think about Muhammad Ali I just saw a documentary on him <laughs> Ooh, Yeah, that was interesting it's, So he, I would put him, all of them Oprah, definitely Diana Ross, all in the same category Uh we may not understand their friendships, but, hey, if it's mutually beneficial for them, that is a indicative of this particular aspect in their natal chart. It really helps. Having this aspect in your natal chart really helps your life run smoothly. Blue Ivy know all about that. Y'all think she going to have to lift a finger if her parents don't make her? Um, you know, Oprah Winfrey may not have had the easiest Well, she didn't. We We know her story by now. She didn't have the easiest start, but, you know, hey, She's doing all right right now, huh? <laughs> so um with this in your natal chart it's in your natal chart, um Jupiter really amplifies all of your mercurial senses and thought processes and communication skills, okay? So you could be really good at teaching languages, you could be good at teaching philosophy, religion, or law, uh, or studying those things. Um And you kind of could have a future-oriented thinking, okay? Um, So I'll leave that at that. I will also say um, these people tend to like expansion in other ways. Uh, Lou Ferrigno has this in his um, natal chart, the Hulk, right? And so um, even Muhammad Ali maybe would fall into this category, but these people could also enjoy the expansion of their physical body, like for bodybuilding, okay? Okay. Um, they can also be overthinkers, but yeah. So as far as Mama's babies who are uh, Capricorn, yeah, because y'all have Mercury literally in your Deacon Capricorn Deacon Three is born January eleventh to nineteenth. So I mean, your 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 senses are heightened right now, and that could. Could be contributing to the hectic time you may be experiencing, but other than that, come on Jupiter's trying to your deacon Capricorn deacon three I mean really uh and if uh, Jupiter being retrograde means that this is this transit for you is lasting even longer. Mercury being retrograde means it's going you're gonna experience um any of these transits multiple times uh But, yeah, y'all are doing good. When Jupiter's trining your deacon, I mean, really. Um, Cancer, Mercury is opposing your deacon. Cancer deacon 3 is those born July 13th to to the 22nd. Uh, Yeah, so y'all are dealing with the conflict and the tension and the ego being across purposes with the rational thinking So and people thinking that you're being kind of selfish and annoying. Uh, but y'all do have Jupiter tiling your deacon, though. So uh, y'all will be all right. Y'all got access to the, the joy and the optimism and the good fortune. Uh, success can be achieved in whatever area of life that needs more fulfillment for you, Cancer Deacon threes, okay? From new love relationships to breaking addictions, overseas travel, or accumulating love. Jupiter is sextile in your deacon, so work that out. You can do it. <laughs> we can, Y'all can do it. Jupiter sextile is pretty good. It's the trine's child, if you want to look at it like that. The trine's like the really harmonious Jupiter aspect, and so the sextile in comparison to the trine is just its baby. It's fine. So good. And that was really, oh, of course, uh, same thing, really. Libra and Aries. Mar, uh, Mercury is squaring the Deacon, so just um, with Jupiter, you know, just here trying it with that easy flow of energy to expand it all, it could it could make it even worse. <laughs> it could expand that uh, potentially negative energy even more so. So for my Libra Deacon threes, those born October thirteenth to twenty second. Thinking can be nervous It's like It's like Uranus Mercury's higher octave is Uranus, right? So when you expand Or elevate or escalate Or go to the higher octave From um, from Mercury It's going to probably feel like A real Uranus energy Really nervous, you know um, Rushed which could lead to slip ups in conversation, Libra deacon threes, okay, or not saying exactly what you mean. The thinking and the and the and the communicating is expanded. And so this in turn can lead to other people getting the wrong idea and increased chance of arguments or just simply not having matters resolved. And the fact that Mercury's retrograding means you're gonna deal with this again, okay? Um uh that was from my Libra deacon threes Aries Deacon threes same thing. Mercury retrograde is squaring your deacon through the eighteenth and it's the thirteenth, so a few more days of this, and it just marks a really just difficult time through the year um delays in travels, difficulty communicating um poor judgment skills. Uh try to stick to that routine, avoid the arguments reduce and and that is gonna reduce the anxiety and the stress, and put off the the major decisions okay and then Aries on top of that, you got um, Jupiter, well, that can't be right, oh, it's opposing yeah, the Uranus in Aries so jupiter op uh opposition to Uranus through about right now mid January. It, it was the most critical time It was the most critical time for you Okay, to be moderating Your behavior um, you got, You've probably been feeling a strong urge To rebel and break free of limitations uh, But the common sense And using the moderation Is what has been enabling you To make it a lucky period of your life And enjoy experiences That you never before thought possible So like I say, I don't care if Jupiter is opposing Uranus and Aries It's like even still When you're talking about Jupiter You're talking about opportunity For luck, growth, advancement Period But for my dear Aries Especially my Aries Deacon 3 um, You just ha- Have been being called To common sense And called to moderation In order to get the luck Okay Lucky. I'm here to tell you, luck is hard work <laughs> All right And then that's it We end the week um, this, come this week um, Saturday uh, evening All Saturday evening From 526 p.m. Central Standard Time Till 1148 p.m. Central Standard Time On Saturday, the moon is void Of course, at 1148 p.m. The moon enters Taurus and that, Mama's Babies, brings us into the week ahead, okay? Our week ahead, once again, is from the 17th, next Sunday, this coming Sunday through the 23rd, which is Saturday. And boy, oh boy, when we start the week in Taurus, it's going to tens- continue. Considerably slowed down, okay uh, What emotionally satisfies us from the really pioneering, you know, Aries energy And then we got this Mercury transit um, That's also, you know, causing things to kind of speed up and be busy and hectic Yes, um, and with Jupiter expanding Mercury time we get into the beginning of next week we will welcome the moon and Taurus, I'm sure. You can only go full steam ahead for so long until you're like, Ah, thank God for Moon and Taurus. Life is gonna slow down a little then. We're gonna get comfortable, kinda sink in, Taurus is a fixed sign. So it ain't going nowhere no time soon. <laughs> And it's exalted and Taurus, okay? So it's gonna feel really good. It's an easy fit. It's mellow, it's calm, you know. It's 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 earthy, it's an earth sign, right? So it's low to the ground. If it's not if it's a beautiful, gorgeous Oh, that's what I was gonna mention about this uh yesterday with with the Venus Uranus Trine. Whew. Oh my goodness. Venus Uranus Trine. That's sudden and unexpected, what? Love, look, money, and I'm convinced, I'm about to be convinced that Uranus, as much as it has to do with lightning, may have something to do with other weather patterns as well because just as soon as we have a Uranus transit, especially the Venus, it's so harmonious and delightful and beautiful and just has a really lovely effect. Has the weather here in Texas um, Here in the last couple of days Just smack dab in the middle Of of the winter Just I mean some gorgeous Sunny days So uh, hopefully um, For for us all There have been some lovely Beautiful surprises Here in the last couple of days With Venus trying Uranus Um that it made me think of that because when the moon is in Taurus, starting the week out next week, it's a good time to go barefoot and just chill out in the sun and enjoy yourself. Enjoy some good food, you know. Even enjoy preparing the food when the moon is in Taurus, right? So this is the energy we're starting the um, the week out on here in the week ahead. Uh, we we feel ourselves more, you know, because it's earthy and and weighty. And um, we tend to be very practical. Uh, I love earth signs. They inspire me in so many ways. Uh, so we're ready to really dig in. That's why I say you may enjoy eating a good meal when the moon's in taurus, but you may actually and possibly equally enjoy preparing one. Um It's really easy to sink in the moment, be in the body, enjoy the five senses, every last one of them when the moment's in Taurus. Okay, it's a good time to get or give a massage. Come on. I'm always talking about massages, right? It's it's the moon and Taurus will put you there here in the uh, beginning of next week. You tell me it wasn't like that when you're when we're all being emotionally satisfied to enjoy a little bit more intimacy, a little bit more cozy atmosphere. Okay, we're moving slow anyway. Things are slowed down and we're more in our bodies and just enjoying our all of our senses. So why not? We're savoring everything so thoroughly in the when the moons and Taurus. Go on and, and cut a cut a rug we're gonna feel like you're gonna feel like dancing too and really being in your body okay um so it's just really good uh moon to be uh, over the couple of days that it's in Taurus for deep relaxing uh even a a midday nap it just may be good for you uh it's a good moon to be focused on one thing it is that fixed earthy energy um, and we're wanting to dig into something really fully, uh, uh, Taurus is the second sign. And so that second area of space, the second house does govern our natural talents. Um, That's why it also governs our personal earnings, um, the things we personally uh, do to earn money. So uh, it's a good, under a Taurus moon, it's a good time to discover a natural talent Maybe that you didn't realize um, that you even had a talent for Or practicing your talent, practicing your craft or your hobby um, And taking real pleasure in it Taurus is all about pleasure, it's ruled by Venus I just got to tell you all about the the Venus <laughs> The Venus uh, Uranus trine we just had and so yeah, it's an excellent time to get in the studio uh with your instrument, whatever that is, even if it's your voice. Taurus actually rules the throat. Come on, y'all. Um and you can really just earth earth your dreams in real ways like you can really do um when the moon's in any earth sign. But yeah, Taurus is one you really enjoy doing it under, okay? Oh, the massages. Um, the baking and the cooking, the singing and the dancing, the gardening and the building of the structures, um, considering steps of a plan is cool to do. Um aromatherapy is um good activity. Stretching, especially the neck. I told our Taurus rules the throat, stretch that neck. Um Trying new things, new foods, especially fruits, concoctions, cocktails. Um, That's why I say you may actually just enjoy the process of cooking on this moon, even if you don't normally. um, Pottery, sculpture, and sound therapy. All right. Then on Sunday, on Sunday, Sunday night. We go we really start the week on a real chill, smooth note and then we don't really hit a tra- our first transit until Sunday night at 11:10 p.m., okay? Venus squares Jupiter. Now, y'all know Venus the harmony, the love, the money, and then Jupiter the expansion, the growth. It sounds like a really cool combination, but when we hit the square, especially when it's involving Jupiter, It's that same thing I'm kind of talking about when you're watching for the excess. Uh, But it it still should be a real, even though it's a square, it should really be a good transit. Um, This is the first of three times it's going to make this aspect this year. It's happening next Sunday the 17th at 1110 p.m. Central Standard Time. And it's also happening June the 4th as well as November the 25th of this year. Um, it's really ideal for having fun, but not for working hard. You're probably We're all probably going to feel really good and generous and sociable. Um, and the problems really only, mainly arise when we try to be, like, really serious and very responsive, very Saturnian. Don't try to be Saturnian when Venus is squaring Jupiter, because that's when the problems would arrive. Or don't try to be, like, really conservative, uh, because Jupiter just wants to expand and Venus just wants to give good feelings and good times, okay, and social times. Uh, when Venus is square, Jupiter, you definitely don't want to be lowering your standards, okay? That's not going to be good, um, especially when it comes to, like, dating and mating and all of that, Uh we would actually, since Jupiter is expanding the love, the Venus, in a square, it is more likely to have an affair under this actual influence, okay? And obviously, that would backfire if an affair implies the dishonesty, um, so that would absolutely backfire, leading to stress, okay? Um if you're dieting <laughs> at this time, Jupiter wants to expand, right? And so, if you're on a diet, uh, then you definitely want to avoid the excessiveness, like I always say. But even more so for you guys um, during this particular time, gluttony is not going to be cute with Venus square Jupiter, because you're just going to expand and probably keep on expanding. There's because, because there's a tendency toward greed even more so during this time, okay? And extravagance. So, yeah, for all my drinkers and druggers, that the same really applies to you that it does to people who, um, you know, have problems with food. So, uh, moderation is going to be key for us during this time, okay? Um, But it's just the moderation is going to be difficult to access because of the square Square, so it's going to be a challenge And we're going to be in a really jovial mood Because Venus and Jupiter expanding all the Venusian goodness, right? So the other area of concern would be finances Because in addition to the love and the good food um, Venus rules the money and Jupiter rules the wealth, right? The the even more expanded um, version on the money. And so we could also end up dealing with any tendencies that we have to overspend, especially on more luxury items, okay, like the fashion, like the cosmetics, like the entertainment. Um, okay, so just watch it. Watch that. Um, people who were born with this aspect of Venus square Jupiter like Tina Turner, Morgan Freeman, Little Romeo, Dr. Dre, and Wilt Chamberlain, um, these are some pretty fortunate people, okay, pretty creative and fun-loving, and uh, but yet it is a challenging aspect, okay, uh, but if if Out of all the challenging aspects, this is the one you want to have, right? (laughs) So uh, the difficulties associated with this particular aspect in your natal chart tend to be easier to overcome, okay? So these people are pleasant. They are popular. They don't really have a hard time making friends. But the tension that exists for them is... uh, it is more internal It's more inside And it actually uh, it Motivates these people Towards creativity Okay This aspect favors the arts Like drama, comedy, music Creative writing, painting, and sculpture And uh, these people tend to have A real cheeky sense of humor It's not straight on and direct It's kind of cheeky So I won't go too much more Into those uh, For Mama's babies that have this, um actually the horoscopes for you guys, of course. Um it's I don't have something for everybody on this one, but specifically for Sagittarius and Gemini. There you go, Alfina. I knew I had something for Sag. I'm hearing some clicking on my end, y'all. If y'all are experiencing any clicking noise as well, I deeply apologize. I may even have to. Well, we only have 28 minutes left in the show, but my phone battery is dying too. (laughs) So we'll see. Um, for it is a Mercury retrograde. I told y'all last week in a Mercury retrograde, I cannot keep a charge on my phone, it seems to always be on the charger, but yet until I seem to always be needing battery juice, okay. Um, but for my Sagittarius and Gemini's, uh, the Jupiter retrograde suggesting plenty of, of growth. Oh, okay. For my Geminis specifically, Venus is opposite your Deacon and Jupiter is square your Deacon. Deacon 3 is Gemini, those born June 11th to June 20th. Venus opposite your Deacon actually is is all right. It just increases, um, you know, uh, activity in the love and relationship department and you will probably feel like indulging in pleasure more than you do work, Okay. Uh, Relationships should go well But the only trouble you'll encounter Gemini Deacon 3's is if you lower Your standards, okay Don't enter Into a new relationship That's not in your best interest, okay Because it could backfire You could also be inclined to push too hard Resulting in disappointment from Unrequited love, right And with Jupiter Squaring your Deacon, it just Tends to exaggerate Uh Uh, Your confidence and your ego Uh, You can get lucky And popular now and it's okay To be proud of your achievements But Gemini Deacon 3's being Too proud or vain and expecting Too much of others may increase Relational problems All right, Jupiter also rules Over morals and philosophy So these areas may be subject Of some tension with loved ones Or others especially the men In your life I told y'all Jupiter was a male plant, a masculine energy planet, right? Um, and for my stages, here you go. Um, here you go, Alfina. Uh, Venus is in our, Venus is still in Sag, right? It's in the third deacon uh, for my is born December 12th, to 21st, at least if your son is there, Um. But Venus has been in Sag And it's it's in the week ahead At the very end of the week Our weekend's on Saturday, yes And here next Saturday Venus does move on into Capricorn But it's still in um, Sag In that last third deacon And so for, for those born in the dates I listed um, We're still being really allowed For a more fuller expression Of our love nature and our creativity We feel beautiful Um, And because we're feeling so beautiful and radiating such beauty and love We attract beautiful people and things, okay And so it's an excellent time for giving and receiving love and affection um, And uh, spending time with loved ones, socializing with friends Relationships, especially love relationships Should go well because of our attractive energy And increased personal beauty, right Now, Faj Deacon 3, we do have Jupiter Square, the third Deacon of Sag, And so still up until February the 29th, um, we got Venus in our Deacon up until January the 24th, but still up until February 29th, Jupiter is actually still squaring that third Deacon of Faj. And so some tests are created and challenges relating to growth and luck and we'll feel the urge to expand our horizons, try new things, bigger and better, to have more fun and make more money. The trick here is not to spread ourselves too thin thereby wasting energy and talents, okay? That was for my sages, everybody else, let me see. Yeah, because Leo, y'all got Venus trying, y'all. Y'all good. Aquarius, Venus is sextiling you guys, and I'm talking about the third deacon. And uh, Pisces, now Pisces, y'all got Venus squaring your deacon and Jupiter opposite your deacon. So with Venus squaring you, though, especially Deacon 3, born March 3rd to March 20th, Pisces, uh, the Venus square is not just a terribly strong influence, but it can make you feel a bit lazy. Um, you may find it difficult to get motivated if you have to go to work and would rather be lounging around without any responsibilities. Uh, if tension were to rise in a close relationship, it would be a sign that you need to put more in more effort and show that you care, okay, Pisces beacon three. Now, with Jupiter... Uh, With Jupiter opposing your Deacon, Pisces, Deacon 3, it can bring growth and good fortune, but you got to maintain the high standards, right? It's no time for the laziness, being slack, pick up your act, okay? Same kind of deal as before. Reflect on what you have and what you really need to make you happy, but whatever you do, just don't go into lazy bones mode that's not going to be a good look for you Pisces. And for everybody else with this um transit of Venus square Jupiter, it's just a really good time for socializing and making new friends, okay? Now care must be taken. Like I said, don't lower your standards at this time. You could you could make the wrong choices. I'm saying that because if you do, you're going to make some decisions based on some low life standards and you're going to make the wrong choice or embarrass yourself, okay? Um, because standards are lower at this time, that's why people could probably end up having affairs at this time. Obviously, if you don't already have that proclivity toward it, you're not going to just have an affair because it's transit passes, but the inner, it's easier to right because people just, they're not, they just lazy mode, mode, don't care, low standards, and feeling too good. To, it's just a good feeling. But it's a negative expression of it, all right uh, We have, what, about 20 minutes left All right, got some new callers on the line But your hand's not up, so I'll let you keep on listening uh, Thank you for calling in and listening Callers from the 917 I see got at it And then um uh, Monday we're still in the beginning of the week. I definitely want to get through at least the Wednesday, y'all. It just, it's just a lot that's been going on lately. So going through the entire week, just probably ain't going to happen. It hasn't been. <laughs> uh, but we have a Mars trying Neptune at the beginning of the week. I really want to... Mars Trine Neptune is going to be great for my cancers. Y'all going to love Mars Trine Neptune, okay Because Mars is trying your deacon uh, I did not write down the dates for Cancer Deacon 1 I've said them so many times, y'all probably know them But yeah, the first deacon of Cancer Mars is trining you and Neptune is trining you as well So that's going to be a good look for y'all and just, and the the tricked out part is Cancer Deacon two, when Mars is trining, uh Neptune here next week uh, on Monday at five oh one a.m. Mm mm mm. What a di- I put what a difference, <laughs> what a difference a Deacon makes because Cancer Deacon one is man gully Mars trining, Neptune trining. and then just one Deacon away Cancer Deacon two because of the uh, Uranus square being in, in the second deacon is why. Pluto is literally opposing the second deacon of cancer. I'm not like it's not funny. I'm just like I said, what a difference. One deacon make ten degrees. Uh because Pluto's opposing the second deacon of cancer and Uranus is squaring the second deacon of cancer, right? So uh depending on which what uh that's what it's, it's not for all cancers. Depending on which cancer deacon cancer you are, you're gonna be experiencing this Mars trying Neptune very differently next week, okay? Um, for my Tauruses, uh Mars is opposite your deacon, okay, but Neptune is sextiling your deacon. So this particular transit of Mars um uh, uh, of Mars and Neptune is actually gonna kinda of Soften, Neptune's going to kind of soften Mars for you, okay So it may not just be a horrible transit for you Actually, it's a trine, it should be fine For everybody, Mars trine Neptune is going to stimulate our sensuality Our creativity and our community spirit, right We're going to enjoy strong magnetic attractiveness and charm Which makes it an ideal time For passionate romances Um, It's not really A high energy transit Because Neptune is really softening That same Mars That's really um, aggressive Neptune is softening it Okay So we could be motivated To express our creativity Through rhythm and dance Still the movement and the energy But just in a softer form Music, sculpture, other physical creative outlets. Like I say, the sex, sexual encounters—they would be strongly passionate and, but, but a little more tender and spiritual in nature, right? Um, people that were born with Mars trying Neptune in their chart, like Halle Berry and Eddie Murphy, and O.J. Simpson, right? <laughs> Little Romeo, LaToya Jackson, Joe Frazier, really, Angela Davis, Nat King Cole, and MC Hammer, um, people born with this aspect tend to be more suave and sexy and creative and passionate about fighting for worthy causes. And so these people have the ability uh, to effectively motivate people without the forceful bossiness that Mars energy usually brings Um, Neptune makes Their approach a little more Non-threatening okay And so um, For Mama's babies Let's see Everybody's looking pretty good Yeah Those were the ones I just went through So yeah Um, For Aquarius and Leo Let me say for Aquarius and Leo Deacon one Uh, Aquarius Deacon 1 is born January 20th to 29th Leo Deacon 1 is born July 23rd to August 2nd Mars is squaring you guys as Deacon, okay? And so what has been created is like a buildup of energy inside And a strong desire to assert your willpower in an aggressive manner, okay? This energy creates tension and frustration That can lead to outbursts of temper if you don't get your way so difficulties in all relationships, especially in love relationships, Aquarius and Leo Deacon 1, can occur, in, uh, especially in love relationships, it's especially if you try to force your desires onto other people, right? And so for my Aquarius, specifically Deacon 1, um, this reduction of the aggressive nature of Mars is cool for you. It stimulates your sensuality and all that. So uh, if you're dating, you're likely to attract a less aggressive, more spiritually inclined partner. For my Leo Deacon 1 specifically, this energy of Mars trying Neptune between January 16th and the 22nd is offering a reprieve from the anger and frustration of some previous transits you've been having, Leo Deacon 1. So you're going to enjoy a strong magnetic attractiveness and sultry charm which makes this an ideal for passionate romances for you specifically, okay? Okay, and so for all all, uh, the Aquarius and Leos and the Deacon 2, y'all got this coming up in the week ahead from January 20th to February 13th. Gmail me, do not forget, or remember, Gmail me for any questions, anything you want to sign up for, ask about, if... uh, I don't see any brand-new callers on the line. Gmail me, and that's the best way to get in contact with me um, currently, okay? Um, Tuesday, uh, early, early rising, 12.50 a.m. Central Standard Time. The moon only goes void for a couple of hours, will likely be sleep, um, and then it enters Gemini at 3.13 a.m. Central Standard Time. Under a Gemini moon, it, that's that mental Mercury moon, right? So we're going to be emotionally satisfied with any mental and communicative actions. And we might be satisfied doing more than one thing at a time because Jim and I likes variety, right? Uh, we will probably want to read, learn, write letters, send emails, run errands, teach, uh, make connections with people, and take short little journeys, right? And then on Wednesday. a.m., Central Standard Time, the sun rises and shines in Aquarius, in the higher octave, what, of of, uh, Mercury is Uranus, and Uranus rules Aquarius, okay? And so it's another, it's an air sign, so it's another mental energy we're going into. All of the air signs should really, 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 really Feel the beautiful shift of energy for the duration of the sun being in Aquarius So that includes my Geminis and my Libras, right, right along with Aquarius And so um, I will have horoscopes for that next Wednesday Since it's occurring on Wednesday the 20th uh, when we do the show on Wednesday I'll have some horoscopes for you guys for how you should uh, can make the most out of the sun being in Aquarius Whatever your um, sun sign is is in Whatever sign your sun is in Or um, ascendant And as a matter of fact, I'll just take it from, from there uh, Mercury is squaring Uranus um, after that next week Then we have another void moon on Thursday the 21st at 2 or 1 a.m. Just for a handful of hours. Uh, by the time you wake up Thursday rising at 728 a.m. Central Standard Time, the moon will enter Cancer then. So it's not a void moon to even really blink at. You'll probably get some really good sleep next Thursday night. Um i, I probably, yeah. Uh That would be Wednesday night going into Thursday when you wake up, okay? And then Friday, January the 22nd, 3.59 a.m. Central Standard Time, Mercury conjuncts powerful, transformative Pluto. Whoa, y'all, okay? Um, It's going to happen twice within an eight day, pretty much a week, twice in a week. Its gonna happen on the twenty second next Friday and it's gonna happen on the thirtieth, right? It usually only happens once a year, but Mercury is stationing direct when this at around this time, and so it's gonna hit it twice in one year. that almost never happens y'all, so I will definitely talk about that as well. It's a really powerful influence it's affecting um it's affecting a good amount of us and then saturday uh we've got it 12:21 a.m. until 121 p.m. so about 13 hours most of the uh about half the day uh until that afternoon on saturday when the moon enters leo so this is the void of course moon here in the week ahead to pay attention to cuz we'll we'll be awake <laughs> and uh it's just not a good time to initiate those new things. We want to uh really review, finish up some stuff, take stock, get rid of excess. And then when the moon enters Leo, there on 121 p.m. Central Standard Time on Saturday, we're going to be I, we were talking about I was when we were talking to Shay about her north node in Leo. Y'all heard me explaining that kind of energy. So we're really going to be feeling good. Saturday afternoon, we're going to be wanting to shine and have fun and, um, gosh, just really open up our hearts and enjoy ourselves, okay? So that's how the week, uh, will actually, the week ends just an hour later, pretty much, at 2.31 p.m. Central Standard Time, about an hour after the moon moves into Leo, Venus enters Capricorn. Venus has been in Sag. All my Saggies, ooh, it's been good, hasn't it? Right? Just even if you can't say that it's been good, I can say the potential has been there. The energy we've had access to the energy, right? And so um, I'll give y'all those of uh, being what how everybody should expect to make the most out of Venus being in Capricorn for their sign next week as well. Double check the line one more time for any new callers Um, with their hands up. Yes. Okay. Caller from the 617-838. You're live on the air with Mama Dada with low battery juice. (laughs) Peace. Hello? You there? Hello? Okay. Yes. Peace. You're on the air with Mama Dada. Who's calling? Manny. I'm writing down your number. I can't, I'm hearing practically nothing that you're saying, but I'm writing down your number, caller, from the 617, and I'll contact you actually when the show is over just to make sure we touch spaces, all right? I'm sorry we're having such a hard time connecting here on the air. Well, that's it, you guys. We're wrapped. We're done. We have got another one in the books. I didn't rush. We didn't get through everything, and I didn't rush, and that feels so much better, and I opened up the lines, and I got to acknowledge all my peoples. <laughs> so it's been another one, another great one in the record books. I love y'all. Stay connected to my MyAstrologyCoach.com. Brother Ampu, Minister Jew, Keisha, Tanika, Amenti, like everybody is just, it's just amazing. I love this being here and I love you, we love you guys. Um, gmail me at astrology if you have any questions or want to link up with me for these fabulous monthly transit reports and the um, personal private Phone consultations. I am just to be here and to serve in this day and time. Okay. All right. Till next time. Peace.